Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. Hey, D group leaders, we are back with week two of the D group starter guide. And so hopefully by now you've already registered your D group, but if you haven't done that, make sure you go ahead and do it. That's going to help us make sure that we have up-to-date information about you and your group. That's going to make sure that we get the resources to you that you need to lead well, but also it's going to give us an idea of who is in these groups um, so that when we get closer to multiplying, we can help not just you, but your whole group. And so go ahead and do that, longhollow.com slash register. You'll see that on page eight. And let's go ahead and jump into week two. This is where you're going to start going and getting in a rhythm in your group. So week one was a little bit of an outlier, getting to know one another, setting expectations, doing the covenant. There's not going to be really a group like that again or a group meeting that way. Now, your meetings are going to start looking like page nine where it shows our normal d group rhythm and you'll see the that we have our fellowship then scripture memory bible reading and hear journals accountability and prayer you'll see some recommended times that kind of give you an idea of how uh, the day's gonna or the meeting is gonna be broken out and that's super helpful you want to actually mention that to your people because if not they're gonna think they can just take the fellowship time for 30 minutes yeah. You know, like we've all been in those groups, right, Mike? Yeah, you get bogged down <laughs> in the fellowship real quick. That's right. And so it's going to help them to know, okay, we got 10 minutes for all of us to get through it. I can't spend nine minutes on myself, you know? And so things like that, same with here journals or accountability, them being aware of the time frames of each section is going to help you um, continue to move through the group and get everything uh, in. And so spend time on page nine showing how the normal group's going to be and tell them this is what you can come to expect. Every week, we may spend a little more time in one section than the other, um, and the conversation is going to be different every day. But these are going to be the rhythms that we have every single week. And so today, what we're going to do, and in this meeting, you're going to unpack the Hear Journal and Scripture Memory. And this is, man, this is what makes this D group so special. I love this because it gets us into the word. Do you, so I'm going to just kind of start and just be honest. Scripture memory, not my best discipline. Mike, (laughs) how how good are you at scripture memory? Uh, I am not the best at scripture memory. I'm not at the bro T level yet. Golly, if only one day. Yeah. Um, Now, I will say the hear journal is is probably one of the things that, that I, I do better because I love it. It really helps keep me honest as I'm reading. Um, and I always get a lot out of it. And the discussion is one of my favorites. And so um, we're not perfect at it, but th- these are two disciplines that really make this group unique. And so if you look on page 10 and page 11, it gives you, and 12 actually, all three of these pages are going to help facilitate how to do a hear journal well. The truth of the matter is most of your group will not be familiar with this way of reading the Bible. Um, There's a good chance that they have never read the Bible uh, in in its entirety or had any discipline of it, much less journaled. Um, Mike, how good is your journaling skills? Before before here journals, how good were your journaling skills? Oh, I never journaled at all. I think journaling is probably the least instinctual piece for the man in a D group. It's just not... I don't think it's something that we instinctually do. Now, my wife, Jessica, 
she loves it. You know, I think it, she loves writing down her thoughts and working through these passages. But I will say, though, that um, working through it to where I am, the here journal is forcing me to think about the passage that's being highlighted. So it's very easy reading the Bible to just keep on reading. Like, hey, that's pretty cool, but I'm going to keep going because I've got to get to point B. Right, so I got to get through my reading so I can check that box. The Here Journal forces us to slow down, highlight that passage of scripture that the Holy Spirit flipped that switch on, and mm-hmm. then forces us to look at it more deeply than just a cursory reading of it. So we're having to explain what is happening in the passage and what the passage is saying. We're having to apply it to us, and then we're responding to it. And when we when we go through that process of writing it out, it sticks way yeah. more than just saying, hey, wow, that was a really impactful passage. And by lunchtime, we can't even remember what it was. That's right. No, and 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 I love it. And it, again, I'm with you. I never really journaled. I, I love checking off boxes. And so actually, the here method helped make journaling a checkbox. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and so it did, it gave me some frameworks to help. And so I think though, you're going to have a lot of people trying to do this process that are like Mike and myself who never have journaled before. And you're going to have people that maybe have never read the Bible um, with much discipline or regularity. And so I think what, what I say all that to say this, you're going to want to slow down in week two and really make sure you go through pages 10 through 12 and go through it slowly. So Again, hopefully, so let's set up our scenario here. Um, where were we last time? I think we were at Starbucks, right? Yep. We're at Starbucks. We have our group. We've done one meeting. We got to know each other, set expectations, signed the covenant. And when we left after that first meeting, we said, hey, we're going to start reading the same scripture on the same day. We're going to get on the same reading plan together, and we're going to try to do one here journal. So hopefully in an ideal world, everybody comes with a sample here journal. We're going to then, when we get there, walk through pages 9, pages 10, pages 11, and then even referencing page 12. And then from there, we're going to ask, hey, why don't you share your here journal that you tried this week? And, and, and so, again, but what I would say is to lead with, it's your first time doing it, no worries. There's really no, like, we're not expecting you to have it down perfect, but let's just start by trying to do it. So ask the question, which of your here journals stood out to you the most this week? And what are you doing about it? That's the million dollar question. If it's our first week, Mike, with people who are unfamiliar with the here journal process, what would you expect from this conversation? Well, I think there's a couple of things that we can expect to happen. So the first thing is, is someone's going to show up not having done it. I think it, yeah, yeah, it's a fair, it's a very, uh, the, again, for the, a man, the journaling piece can be a little intimidating. Um, so it's possible that someone's going to show up without it. Don't freak out. It's the second (laughs) week. It's okay. You know, we're working into the, these disciplines, right? So we don't come into this thing disciplined. We're doing it because we need to discipline ourselves. Yeah, that's Um, good. Another option is that they did the hair journal, but it's super short. There's not a lot of meat and you know, it's vague and general again, that's okay because we're learning how to do this. Uh, another option is that somebody shows up with their hair journal 
and they have written their doctoral thesis on Philippians four thirteen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they have spent yeah. hours and hours in in commentaries, and it's you know fifteen page. You know the worst case scenario stuff, which you know doesn't on the surface like, well, man, why would that be a bad thing? Uh, we can't do that every week. You know, if the goal is to do a here journal or multiple here journals every week, it cannot be a four or five hour process every day. Now, if you've got the time to do that uh, and you just love doing it, awesome, do it, but make your here journal shorter. So yeah. in any of those cases, this is the this is the week where we're working the kinks out. And probably yeah. for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be working out some of these kinks. So don't freak out. Uh, yep. We're not dropping the hammer on week two, uh, but this is where we are leading them through this process to learn how to do the Hero Journal effectively to where it's not nothing, but it's not a 15-page paper at the same time. Yeah, that's really good. And and what I love about this process and what I want to really make sure we understand, because you, you as a leader or as a group member, you may have never done accountability this way, but we call this text-driven accountability. And so if you've been in a group where they do accountability, sometimes people just say, well, here's my situation. Here's what I'm struggling with. And the next person goes, oh, man, my boss sucks, too. Oh, man, I really hate that person, too. <laughs> and it's just this gripe fest where it's it's situation-driven. Well, what I love is the here method, it's text driven in that we look to the text and we start there. And as we move from highlight to explain into an application, which is apply and respond, it starts this accountability process. And it's going to make this conversation really rich because what's so funny is we can do accountability questions and we can be really in a slump and really be struggling. And I've been in these groups where they ask, great questions about how I'm doing personally and accountability. And I, whenever I'm struggling the most, they don't ask me the most important accountability question that would actually influence all of the situations I'm in, which is how is your time with the word? Yeah. And this is going to help you start with the word and how is it shaping you uh, in your daily devotion? And so that apply and respond is huge. And that's why for you as a group leader, you need to work through the whole process and we actually, in the show notes, we're going to put a blog post on how to have better here journal discussion. And the secret to it is, is to make sure that your people work through the process. They move from highlight to explain, to apply, to respond. And if any point they get off the track, it's going to make that discussion fall flat. You want to help them move through all four steps. But as you were saying, Mike, it's going to take some time. So um, with that, let's look uh, on page uh, on page 13, we actually talk about scripture memory. So let's move from the here journal conversation into the scripture memory part of it. That's going to be the second part of the of the time together. We're going to introduce why scripture memory is important and how we're going to do it as a group. And so if we met together, did highs and lows for 10 minutes, then let's just say we spent 30 minutes together doing uh, here journals. Now we can spend 20, 30 minutes on scripture memory. And so on page 13, there's a great quote by Chuck Swindoll. Love that quote. Um, and I think it helps kind of show the importance of it. But then it talks a little bit on how, uh, how we're going to do scripture memory as a group. And I would encourage you to have one of your members read this page and y'all answer the questions at the bottom. 
And so um, I'm just going to take, I'm going to, before I even kick it to you, Mike, to talk about what you think this conversation is going to look like and how we lead it well. My favorite part of this is that um, it talks about how we don't just want to memorize scripture, but we want to meditate on it. Yeah. And so the, I always in my group, I ask that question as you were uh, memorizing scripture this week, as you meditated on it, what stood out to you? And what's so fun is to hear people as they're memorizing scripture together, have different perspectives on the same text and how God spoke to them in different ways through one or two verses. And so that really helps to make sure that we're not just getting badges for memorization as like (laughs) awesome Christians, you know, but really not storing it in our hearts. And so um, that's my favorite question to ask in it. And so as they have walked through this with their group for the first time, helping them show what, why scripture memory is important and how we're going to do as a group. What should you, what recommendations would you give for leaders trying to navigate this conversation on week two? So the, the scripture memory piece is going to be um, difficult for a lot of people. So we talked about in the beginning how the here journal and the scripture memory are usually the hardest pieces in terms of getting people to do it on a regular basis. So uh, again, that first, the second week that you're meeting, you know, it's possible that someone's going to show up and they don't have their scripture memorized. Uh, and again, it's okay. Uh, but you have to understand your group. So if you are a scripture memory whiz, like you can just read something once and it's in the vault for the rest of your life. So you're memorizing chapters at a time, but nobody in your group is at that level. You cannot expect them to function at the level you are having memorized scripture for years or however long it's been. So understanding where your group is, that's why these questions are so important is it helps you understand, okay, have they ever memorized scripture? And the, the likely answer to that question is no. Mm -hmm. Maybe if they grew up in church, they might've memorized scripture in Sunday school or Awana or something like that. But, uh, the vast majority of Christians have little to no scripture memorized at all. So understanding that going into it helps you frame realistic standards. So maybe you're not starting off with, hey, we're going to memorize an entire chapter of the Bible, because that can be intimidating. If I've never memorized scripture, we're going to start off with a verse of scripture. This week, we're going to focus on one verse. Next week, we're going to quote it. And if they're struggling with it, then that's when you just, that's when we start leading, right? So if someone's struggling, don't just get frustrated because they're not, you signed a covenant and you're supposed to be memorizing yeah. scripture. You know, we need to ask those probing questions like, okay, so, you know, you didn't get it this time. You know, did you try? You know, how often did you look at it? What are you using to try to memorize the scripture? I personally, I love um, the verses app that helps me. It makes memorizing scripture like a mm. game on my phone. So instead of playing yeah. heyday, and farming in my virtual farm, I can memorize (laughs) scripture, right? So uh, that has always been very helpful in terms of building um, that muscle of scripture memory, because the more we do it, the easier it's going to get. And then you can build up to like, okay, so we've worked through this for a few weeks. You're starting to catch it. Let's start tacking on two verses. We're going to memorize two verses next week. Uh, And you're building up just like with the here journals, that ability to memorize more and more scripture. Uh, But Vic, I think that you hit the nail on the head. The point is applying it. Yes, we want to commit it to memory, but if all it is is rogue memory, then what a waste of time 
to have yeah. all of those passages of scripture in our head, but not in our heart. Yeah, no, that's so true. And I, you know, again, I love what you were saying of, man, we've got to start somewhere. We, we talk a lot about this plus one with the disciplines of the D group. You're not like attendance is, is, is every single week, whether digitally or in person, we want you engaged weekly with your group. That's a non-negotiable But with disciplines. We want you to look and say, where am I currently? And what would be plus one? The person who is great with journaling, probably not the strength is also scripture memory and vice versa. And so it may, you may have a group with one person who's doing two here journals and another doing five. And then also somebody who really is, is great with scripture memory and a person who really struggles with it. And so what you want to do is identify where they are and ask them to do plus one. The best story I have of this, and I have to share because it's hilarious. In scripture memory, we talk about this. We're setting expectations on week two, and I start talking through it, and and I've shared all these expectations, and one of the guys goes, I'm good with everything except scripture memory. <laughs> and he says, Shocker. I had a bad experience. I did, he goes, I got legalistic, and I'm just not going to do that again. You know, and I was like, okay, I don't, that seems like you're mishandling of a good thing, not, you know, a bad thing, but whatever. <laughs> and so I asked him, I said, okay, well, will you do this? Will you, instead of memorizing it, will you meditate on it during the week? And when we get together, try to recall it to the group to which he goes, oh yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to memorize <laughs> so don't it, memorize it <laughs> but meditate and recall it. And so for him, it was just getting over that first hump was where he was. And by the end of it, he was reminding us, hey, guys, it's time to do scripture memory. You know, ask me about my verse. And so <laughs> that's what we're trying to do. And so with either of these disciplines, the conversations you're going to have, don't worry about getting into accountability and prayer yet. Focus on introducing these two and getting people to give an idea of where they are currently and what would be plus one in those disciplines. And as you finish, uh, you'll see on page 13, it says for this week, get them to continue doing the here journal. And now you're going to say, hey, do our week's memory verse, whatever you decide as a group, we're going to do that this week and bring it next week. And we'll go from there. And so that concludes it for week two. And then make sure you listen in for week three. And we are praying for you as your deep group gets started.